Welcome to Plant Network Podcast, where we talk to horticulturists about their gardens and their careers. So hello and welcome to the Plant Network Podcast. Today I'm talking with Shelley Oberg, who is First Gardener and Horticultural Training Officer at Cambo Heritage Trust. I probably got your titles wrong there, Shelley, I do apologise. But perhaps you can tell us a little bit about your current roles. Yeah, hi Rebecca, and thanks for inviting me onto the Plant Network podcast series. Very exciting. Um, yeah, good opportunity for me to sort of reflect and evaluate a little bit. So yeah, my um, role at the moment is um, first gardener, which in England would be the equivalent of senior gardener. So I'm responsible for um, managing um, staff and volunteers and um, organising tasks when the head gardener's away. And the sort of training officer part is to do with, um, we have level two apprentices, which fall under an Our Bright Future project, um, which is funding from the Wildlife Trust, which is actually coming to an end this year. But that is to encourage young people into um, conservation and horticulture. And so we had, when I first started, we had three apprentices and they were doing the level two Lantra qualifications. So it's a practical horticulture course um, with kind of ongoing um, course assessments. And we had the um, Scottish Rural Skills College coming out to assess the students. And I also completed my assessor training while I was here so I could do some assessment as well. So that's the kind of role that's combined and basically anything else, duty manager for the building and clearing up tables at the cafe and whatever needs doing really we kind of throw our hand to if it needs be it is varied which is good which is one of the reasons why I like the job and we have um, like lots of different volunteers we also have supported volunteers as well so we might be working sort of one-to-one we had a group called the green team which is um, a group of adults with mixed abilities and just a small group and they would come in and help out kind of with the state tasks as well as tasks in the garden as well so it is it is very varied yeah and the, the area that I'm working in, Cambo Gardens, is set, was set up as a heritage trust. And it's to sort of encourage um, all those kind of like rural skills that have been lost, as well as horticultural skills. So we'll have the, um, the um, stone wall um, builders coming in and they'll sort of help around the place. Um, we're doing, we do kind of like apple pressing and, and kind of like sort of, yeah, just touching, touching in all those kind of um, old kind of skills and learning along the way and then passing those skills on to um, onto volunteers and also groups of people that come in as well. I mean, it's a very rural setting. It's where so we're on the, the sort of like the East Coast Peninsula, so just over the, the river from Edinburgh and the nearest town is St Andrews. So it's a coastal, uh, coastal gardens. It's basically two walled gardens. There's 6.5 acres in one walled garden, which is the main ornamental garden. And then the original garden is, as well is, is walled gardens next door. And that was um, had the, mostly the edible produce in there although both gardens were edible um, quite a while ago, growing potatoes and onions. But they had, in the ornamental garden, they had a, a bad harvest one year, and so they were looking at, you know, diversifying, and also as an add-on to what, what used to be a bed and breakfast at the, at the house, at the main house. Um, but, um, yeah, um, Catherine and Peter Erskine, when they were living in the main house, they had a lot of woofers, 
and um, several types of you know different types of volunteers, and also a lot of university students would stay at the house as well. So they they get involved in in um, all aspects of the of the garden. So it's it's um, been it's quite a long um, a heritage of, of of horticulture that's been happening over a long period of time. So with such a versatile and varied role, what do you enjoy most about what you do at Cambo? I like I do I like working with the volunteers and I like doing the supported volunteer role because it gives you a chance to really get to know the skills of the, of the person that you're working with and their interests as well. With the bigger groups of volunteers, we'll do a bigger task like, for instance, we would be cutting back the prairie or, or bundling the uh, cut back from the prairie, that kind of thing. You never really know what's going to come at you from one day to the next. So it's the, the varied, I like the variety and you do kind of have to come to work with quite a clean slate because you, 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 know, you never really know kind of like what's, what's coming. It keeps, you, keeps me on my toes, which I, I respond better when I'm in that kind of mind state as well. Shelley, how, how did you end up at Cambo? I worked with lots of different types of people sort of before I came into horticulture. I worked in a dance performance company called Shalal in Cornwall, which was a, a group of mixed ability adults um, doing dance performance and drama and sort of street theatre. Um, and that was my interest. And then I got into, into schools and did a teaching assistant qualification and then did a post grad in primary education so I've kind of worked a lot with people and in the I was working in the secondary school in Crediton in Devon and my manager at the time wanted to develop a garden project and I had some experience of uh, I'd had allotments and my mum has had allotments and my dad's it's been a keen gardener in the past when he was younger he did horticulture so it's kind of been you know been in the family so when I was at the secondary school the encouragement to start a garden we were given a little space in the secondary school and I used to work with the students take them outside it was mostly veg we grew veg in an old greenhouse and I got really interested and I thought well you know I'm supposed to be passing on skills to students here but I need to improve my sort of theory background so the school supported me in doing my RHS level two and so I went and I was working four days at the time so on my day off I went to Bicton College in Devon in East Devon and I started my RHS level two and I absolutely loved it really really loved it and just really nice to be around like-minded people and it's a really great college to learn as well and so I started thinking about the options of uh, changing career and working more within horticulture. I wrote a letter to Sarah Chesters which I don't know I don't know if she still works at RHS Rosemore but she used to do the on, in Gardening Devon, on a Sunday morning, there used to be, there's a gardening programme and Sarah Chesters would always come on and she'd be the, you know, ask Sarah. So I wrote her a letter, so I Sarah, I'm, you know, I'm really keen on horticulture, you know, what can I do to get more involved? And she, it was a handwritten letter, and you know, before, probably before emails, and then she wrote, hand wrote a letter back to me. And it was things like, you know, encouraged me to get in, in, involved in things like Britain in Bloom. So I got together with a couple of friends and we got some funding to get some containers in Town Square in Crediton and we developed a little an edible garden which the community could help themselves to the veg or put, you know, put seeds in, plants in the beds. 
and um, and again that kind of like you know fostered that sort of want, wanting to kind of like learn more so I inquired about doing the RHS diploma which was at RHS Rosemore in order to do that I kind of took the leap moved away from my job at school to doing I did lots of voluntary work in order to improve my skills I then got a job at the plant centre at Rosemore so I was there for nine months applied for my diploma while I was there which is a full-time course I was at the plant centre and thought well in order to to really improve my chances of getting a place on the diploma I don't want them to think that I'm only working the plant centre just because I want to get a place on the course <laughs> so I handed in my notice and I went to work an organic veg box scheme for six months just like fingers crossed it's just trying to add to my you know background knowledge and so that I really had something to offer when I went to the interview and it worked out thankfully I got a place <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if I, you know, I would have stayed at the veg box scheme, that would have been fine. But luckily it worked out and I got a place on the diploma. So then I did the full time training at Rosemore and, and wanted um, to uh, expand on that. So I applied to do the level four, which is at Wisley. While I was at, at Wisley, I decided I, I met so many wonderful people along the way and lots of younger people. You know, they were traveling around doing sort of volunteering and internships in different gardens. And I thought, gosh, I've missed out on something here. So while I was at Wisley, I then planned a year of traveling and working, doing internships in different gardens. I was very successful, successful and lucky to get an RHS bursary. So when I finished Wisley, I went to Ascension Island and St Helena to work with the conservation department there, which was absolutely amazing experience. And I won't go into the uh, kind of extra details about the traveling and everything but it was absolutely brilliant and so i did my project at wisley on the use of horticulture and conservation and so the bursary was kind of to support that really and then three months um in germany i did some time in bond botanic garden and then an arboretum in germany and i was in inveru for two months and and then cambo and that was all kind of planned i planned it all out and it worked out really well so there's so my last two months of the Cambos, that was July, I think it's July and August. So that was 2018. And on my last day here, they offered me a job. Because <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to do next either, you know, sort of applying for jobs and things, but they offered me jobs. So, yeah, and here I am still here. Well, it's all worked out perfectly, hasn't it? Yeah, because yeah. the role you've got at the moment just kind of reflects everything that you've done in the past. Yes, yeah, it does. It does tick a lot of boxes. And I think the conservation side is something that I'd like to kind of bring more of into the garden as well. I've been working bits with Fern Society because we're quite close to the Botanic Garden in Edinburgh as well. So we've got some contacts there and the lady from the Fern Society has been coming out and we're thinking about developing one of the rockery areas, which is outside the wall garden into ferns with sort of local um, native Scottish ferns in that area. So you, you've had quite an experience then in horticulture and I just wondered whether you had any advice for anybody who's starting out, whether they're you know, leaving school or changing career. I think um, definitely get as much experience as possible in lots of different settings as well in commercial settings as, as, as um, find like I did volunteering in a cottage gardens called Cottage Gardens in Devon um, which is mo um, mostly herbaceous plants and selling selling online mostly at the time when I started they'd just taken on the business and so I was working in the potting shed so that you know seeing seeing the other side of what goes on in a garden I think it's being able to make all the links I would say just 
recommend just getting a wide range of experiences. You were inspired by the sound of it to get into horticulture from working with the, the school groups. Has there been any other inspiration within your horticultural story, pathway, narrative, whatever you want to call it? I guess with I would guess with my mum and having her allotment, as children we always went if we went on holiday, we went to like Yorkshire and Yorkshire Moor. So I think having parents that encouraged me and my brothers to sort of be outside. My granddad also grew vegetables in the garden as well. I remember sort of like oh, this really clear memory of seeing the sprouts and thinking, God, we know what are they? Like these alien creatures growing in the garden. You know, we're never allowed to go anywhere near my granddad's garden, but you could admire it from afar. <laughs> and then, yeah, sort of a- along the way, just I think just coming into contact with other horticulturalists at Ro- you know Rosemore was a great was a great place to be. Um, I volunteered there for a while as well, and. Um, was taken under Penny's wing who still works there and and I've always found you know just the horticulturists that I've worked with just really supportive always willing to go that extra mild kind of I remember being interested in alpines then and, and Penny would you know go off if I had questions she'd go and find another horticulturist that might have been their specialism and then she'd come back and answer my questions and things Sarah, I say Sarah Chester's I was inspired by Sarah Chester's because <laughs> sometimes bump into her when I was working in the plants sales area we were, we were constantly getting questions from the public in the, in the plant centre at Rosemore. And um, if Sarah happened to be around, you'd sort of ask Sarah and you'd get basically a multitude of answers. This one question, you'd be a goodness, how can somebody have so retain so much knowledge in their head? Now I'm at that point where I'm thinking, oh gosh, someone's going to kick me for not mentioning their name or something. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> I think, yeah, I've just been look, I've just been lucky to be surrounded by lots of great, really enthusiastic um, genuine haughty people so just going back to cambo for for a, a, a wee while what is your favorite part of, of the gardens at cambo if i may say so myself it's a beautiful garden it's unusual in it's the award garden with naturalistic planting within its walls which was developed by the previous head gardener um elia forsyth um, did the sort of the planting and design for naturalistic style planting and it's great within the garden because you've got the burn that runs through the middle of the garden and then the, and it's slope the garden slopes down on both sides to the burn which runs through the middle of the wall garden and then obviously you've got your north facing and your south facing wall so he really looked at that it, those are all those aspects in the garden developed you know sort of like really is sort of right plant right place the garden we've got like lots of lovely sort of south african mediterranean type planting on the south facing wall and then um, going into sort of transition areas lots of sort of grassland and then um, sort of woodland edge and then more woodlandy on the north facing walls so it is a really a really lovely garden to work in I think my favorite area at the moment just because I had quite a hand in planting it due to the effects of lockdown and that there was um, just me and one of the gardener working in the garden so there's an area called the that's called the potager in the middle of the garden it's usually kept for the apprentices to plant up because it's the only area in the garden which is which is planted up fresh every year but this year was kind of like oh gosh what are we going to do with the potager there's two of us and there's so much to do Catherine Taylor I was working with at the time she was sewing did lots of these sewing we were like right what have we got we have a range of colours I know what let's plant a rainbow garden and it, and it worked really it worked really it's just absolutely perfect and we got the local schools involved as well sort of um, 
with the online learning platforms that they were doing. At the moment, there's lots, the, the Verbena Bonariensis is kind of like the star of the show, but with, within there's lots of dahlias. Um, we've kind of like, we've done the, the arc of the rainbow. And I used um, Damien Hurst's um, rainbow image that he produced. Very different kind of other, other areas of the garden. It's really inspiring. And so we, we kind of like doing a, a bit of weeding and keeping the paths together in there and also <laughs> I've popped a pot of gold in one of the beds as well <laughs> so the children and the families coming in can do a little um where's to find the rainbow garden and you know where's the pot of gold type thing so it's been really nice to work in to work in there and just feeling that it's an area that I've you know contributed to and it's that it's always an, an area that um, visitors um, remark on and talking about fun things if you were on a deserted island, what three plants would you take with you? It doesn't have to be plants either. It could be horticulturally related things. I've gone for functional, like functional plants. <laughs> and also um, plants that have kind of remind me a bit of my childhood. So I'm thinking, oh, it'd be nice to, you know, memories, plants, because I, you know, I find that lots of people do, don't we? have got a lot of sweet peas in the garden and a lot of people in the visitors, oh, I remember sweet peas and in the you know the scent and everything that you know plants remind you of they tie you to certain places and people i'm going to go for rosa rugosa because we had in the house i grew up in we had a hedge of it at the back of the in the back garden and i remember it really vividly and i've planned when i've had um, allotments i've also tried to plant sort of like rosa rugosa hedge and i know that I've worked with some um, herbalists in the past and we, we, we stewed the rose hips from the rugose hedge, these huge rose hips. And then you can get a lovely sort of like rose hip tea from them. And then, <laughs> it's a funny mix. I've gone for Cavallo Nero, you know, the kale. <laughs> because I really love the texture of it and the colour. It's that deep sort of rich sort of purple colour. And um, and also it's really you know it's rich in rich in iron as well. And then I thought if I'm on a, a hot sort of like desert islandy type place, I've um, gone for aloe vera because aloe vera is just a great plant to have on your windowsill in the kitchen. It's really good for burns and really soothing and things. So strange kind of mix, eclectic mix. <laughs> eclectic but very practical. So Shelley, you've had quite a varied career. And I just wondered whether there is anything about you that might surprise people. Um, well, I, I did mention a little bit about being involved in the um, in the dance theatre company, but I do I really do really like my dance and and sort of like movement type things. And at once I did a, a flying trapeze workshop with a um, circus school in Bristol, and it was amazing. Literally, we we're up on you know up on the sort of platforms and holding on to the trapeze and it was able to let go and be and sort of be caught by someone so it literally was I was flying through the air and let go and <laughs> and it, the, the circus school in Bristol is in an old church it's absolutely fantastic and it's got this huge stained glass window circular stained glass window and you basically fly towards the window as you get caught and get swung sort of the other side so it's you know all these beautiful colours and everything. Wow rather you than me I think. Will there be more trapeze work in the future or what, what are your plans for the future? I'm happy here for, happy here for, for a while. 
because I think it is so varied I feel like some days I'm just feel like I'm finding my feet um because it is it's such a huge garden as well and so many different areas of the garden and every you know every see I think every season you know you learn a little bit more so I'm coming into my third winter there's never a dull moment in the garden you know I don't think gardens ever really go quiet and you definitely don't put them to bed I have an interest in the conservation side and I would like to get some more experience working in in a a botanic garden thank you so much for speaking with me today Shelley it's been interesting and fascinating to hear about Cambo so thank you very much no you're welcome yeah thanks again for inviting me (laughs) 